Hey everyone, it's Coach Megan, and I have to say, I'm really excited about this episode. I know I told several of you on Instagram today, the day of this recording, that this is happening tomorrow, and I'm so excited to specifically record this episode because I know that so many of you guys are dealing with this problem. As we've been talking about, the world's just crazy in umpteen ways right now, but this is really specific and personal for me on an individual level because I was dealing with this just this morning. So today, we're going to be talking about overwhelm. It is something that everyone experiences on hopefully not a daily basis, but in every once in a while basis. And this is also going to be able to help you with some coping strategies if you deal with um, anxiety or fear or things of that nature. So dive in, listen to this a couple times, share it with a friend who deals with anxiety or gets overwhelmed really easily. And uh, I'm going to teach you some really, really practical steps on how you can help be less overwhelmed and get your peace back. So here's this episode. Hey everybody, so thanks for listening to that little intro. Um, I'm recording this on a Monday. Normally I record these guys on Fridays before the episode comes out or I'll do a batch of several of them. Or if I have guests um, like I do tomorrow, I'm interviewing Levi Harrell who will be on the podcast next week. Super excited about that. He is an awesome man of God and powerful, powerful speaker, motivational speaker, author. Like y'all are going to freaking just love him. So I'm going to be putting some questions out on my Instagram this week so you guys can have a dude around here. If uh, any of you single ladies have questions about relationships or you have questions about do people like this really exist or you just need wisdom on things, he moves very, very powerful, powerfully in the Holy Spirit. Um, I just met him a couple weeks ago at Real Talk Kim's conference. He's a part of her team and um, kind of the man of the house over there. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful person. So super excited. We will have audio and uh, visual. (laughs) Can you tell I'm like in worship mode? Um, We'll have audio and video of that. And good news sneak peek for just you guys who are faithful listeners. We are going to be upgrading our experience on Instagram. And so we are working with a very very, very, very special videographer from one of my favorite IGTV shows who's going to be revamping a lot of things for us. And the Powerhouse podcast will be getting an upgrade. So you guys will get much more visual representation of what's going on. And it'll be much more of a branded approach. And you'll get to listen to snippets on Instagram as well as just listening to audio on here. So I cannot tell you um, how excited I am about that. This is the busiest time um, of my life, I think, ever. I am planning, uh, helping planning my sister's wedding because I'm her maid of honor. That's in September. And I am running a company (laughs) and I'm also prepping for Miss USA. And so uh, a perfect segue into what we're talking about today with overwhelm. Let me tell y'all, we all feel it. Um, You know, we all feel it. It's not just you. It's not just your friends. It's everybody and anybody. Um, Every mentor that you look up to in life, if I'm one of your mentors and you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you guys, we all deal with it. And so it's really important not to um, just kind of avoid it and pretend like it's not there, but it's really important to know how to tackle this stuff because the fact is, is that you're living real life, right? I'm living real life. I'm in a relationship. I have a family I like to spend time with. I travel. I'm running a company and still prepping for Miss USA. I have clients to attend to. I have to check my own email, hopefully not for longer, <laughs> much longer because I'm about to hire my first assistant. Um 
and things like that. But you guys, life gets busy. I have to go to the gym for two hours a day, you know, tracking my macros, cleaning my house, things like that. I get it. Life can just seem like too much sometimes. But as opposed to, you know, just looking inwardly and getting sad and getting depressed and saying, oh my gosh, I just can't do this. Or maybe my goals aren't worth it. I want to empower you guys today to step up to the challenge and to rise up to the level of your dreams and to really believe that you can. So I have a whole bunch of notes in front of me. We'll see. Um, I always like write them linearly, but then y'all know me. I'm like, if so- sometimes what what makes sense in your brain to say like A, B, C, D, E, F, G is not actually A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So we'll get cranking on this, um, but I'm really excited. And I, I want to share this from a position of, like I said in the intro and like I said on Instagram yesterday, um, I am coming from this from a place of literally this was me this morning. So you guys know that I have promised you that we will be real around here. We will be raw. And as Real Talk Kim says, real, raw, and relatable. Um, and that's really what, what I strive to be as well. That's why she's my mentor. It's why we get along. And um, you guys are always going to get the, uh, I won't say completely unfiltered because that would be interesting, right? You don't need to share everything with everyone. Go back and listen to that episode a while ago. Um, But let's say the moderately filtered, uh, not quite GMO fully processed, but the somewhere in between processed version um, of kind of some thoughts that I've taken a second to not just react and, you know, record this this morning. And that'd be really, really fake if I was super overwhelmed. But I always want to share with you guys the strategies that like legit work in my life, right? That I apply that get me in and out of situations that help me to level up in, you know, spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, relationally. So um, those things are important because y'all live in real life, right? You don't just get to press the pause button. And I don't know about y'all, but like quarantine was not any less busy for me at all. It was uh, just as insane. And so we got to make sure that we're prepped for that. Okay, so if you have notebooks, pull it out. Um, you'll for sure want to take notes on this one. Otherwise, just take mental notes if you're driving or if you not, do not have a notebook with you. But y'all will for sure want to pause this one and listen to this a couple times because we're about to get real, real practical up in here. So uh, number one, I actually put this as number zero, but we'll just go with number one. Um, so actually, let me give you a little background and dialogue of uh, what was going on. So I woke up at 630. I was super pumped. I was like, yeah, woke up when I said I would. Woohoo! 10 points for me. Already crushing it, right? How many of y'all feel that way? I don't know about you, but when I get up um, right when my alarm tells me to, I already feel like it's like check in the checkbox. I'm crushing it. Going to be a great day. And we all know like Mondays are Mondays. I mean, it is a mental thing. It's a mindset thing. But the fact is, is that a lot of us just have that mindset and we don't really feel like prepping ourselves to change that. And so you get, you know, you hit Mondays, it's Monday and our brain is hardwired to be like, it's going to be a terrible day. So anyways, um, we've talked extensively about things that you can do to change that. Go listen to previous episodes of podcasts and it will help you with that. Okay. Okay. So, um, number zero, number one, okay. Is when you're feeling overwhelmed, um, Oh, wait, hold on. Never mind. Duh. I'm telling you my story. Okay, then we'll get there. We'll get there. So anticipation. So this morning, um, I got up when I was supposed to. But then uh, classic millennial, right? What happens is I started to look at my phone and in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just scroll through Instagram like really quick. I'll just check my notifications, check my DMs, get off there, right? 
And of course, what happens is I get on one of my favorite Instagrams. They have new content. They put out such fantastic content. I'm looking at it. It's 45 minutes later. I'm checking emails. I'm already in work mode and boom, like I'm already out of relaxation mode. Anxiety is starting to come in and I'm already feeling like, oh my gosh, I have already failed for the day. Okay. So this is really, really important. Y'all, when you wake up, Starting your morning routine is so incredibly important, not so that you can check something off your list, but because when you had a plan for something that you wanted to do and then you don't accomplish it, when you go and do something else, it actually psychologically affects your own self-worth and your self-image because you told yourself that you were going to do one thing, but then you did another. So you're breaking agreement with your own word and going and diverting your attention into something else that is life-sucking most likely and you're already throwing your day off, okay? You're already breaking that agreement, and basically you're, you're setting yourself up for failure for the rest of the day because the way that you primed your mind when you woke up was breaking agreement, okay? So what is priming? Um, a lot of different psychologists talk about it, life coaches talk about it. Priming is a, is a um, exercise, if you will, where you set yourself up for success by thinking intentional thoughts, speaking intentional words, and setting up also your physiology, which is your body, for a successful state, okay? So there are a million different priming exercises you can do in the morning. They're not new agey. Like, they could be, you could be listening to worship music, like, whatever, okay? Whatever you subscribe to, um, you can turn on some cool music, you can turn on some ambient music, you can be silent, whatever your jam is, okay? But basically what it is, is it's being intentional to visualize, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, yourself and how you're going through your day, practicing gratefulness, these different things, which are really fantastic. Okay. There's something I talk about with my clients a lot called the RAS, the reticular activating system. And why this is so important is it's basically the concept of whatever, um, if you, if you're being introduced to a topic for the first time, okay, it's kind of like early bird gets the worm mentality. So whatever gets the worm first, if you will, is going to take precedence in the building of your foundation of your belief around that particular thing, okay? So this is how our value systems are largely formed. Um, That's why it's so hard to change beliefs, even political parties, religious beliefs, these different things, right? If something's embedded in you, unless there's a traumatic event that changes both your physiology and your psychology, we can get into that for days, but it's super like interesting to study. Um, But that's why typically you will take on the core values of your family if you were born and raised in a healthy environment, because why wouldn't you, right? There wasn't trauma associated with that. There wasn't something that caused you to radically change your both your psychology and your physiology. So it quacks like a duck, looks like a duck. If you're from the family of ducks, then you're going to be a duck, right? So um, what what's really important about that and how that relates to priming in the morning is your brain set up the same way. So your brain is set up to gather information. Um, You know, that's why you wake up in a fog or you wake up with clarity, whatever. But the way that you think of it as setting the tone, the way that you set the tone for your morning is the way that your day is going to go, right? Or else you're honestly going to have to take some time, which we'll talk about other coping mechanisms. Oh, excuse me. Um, For what you can do if you don't start off your day well, because obviously that's what I did today and was still able to have a really productive and awesome day. Um... But the reason why this priming is super, super important, which I guess could be number zero if we're doing that, um, is because you you don't want to make it harder for yourself than it has to be. Okay. So that's number zero is priming. Okay. 
number one. So that was kind of my day. I, I didn't do that. And I went into a funk for about two hours and just kind of was like mindlessly checking email and wasn't feeling creative, didn't want to read, you know, didn't even want to eat breakfast, just kind of like wasted time for two hours. And then thank God I flipped the script on that. And it was a great day from beyond that. So anyways, okay, now we're going to grab these numbers and get into it. So number one, um, when you're feeling overwhelmed, okay, it's like this analysis paralysis, your mind's confused, you don't have clarity, you don't have motivation, you don't have passion for things, your mind is racing and your mind is trying to focus on everything but nothing at the same time, you're not able to focus on the things that you need to focus on and uh, it can be really frustrating, your self-worth starts to take a hit, Um, your self-image can start to to take a hit and this is why we need a strategy to really um, amend this, okay? So number one is going to be when you're overwhelmed, an important thing to do is to slow down, okay? (sighs) Just take a deep breath even as you're listening to this. (sighs) A couple more. right? Doesn't that just feel better if you just slow down for a second, okay? So when we're overwhelmed, our brain is trying to tell us everything needs to get done and everything needs to get done right now. There are a million different triggers that can trigger the feeling of overwhelm. It could be writing a list and realizing that you didn't plan and that you're rushed and now you feel like you have to get all these things done in a moment. Another thing could have been that, sorry, I was yawning. It's like eight o'clock as I'm recording this, <laughs> uh, grandma status. Another thing is, uh, maybe you didn't make a list or maybe you had a morning like me where you started off kind of slow and confused and, you know, you're already beating yourself up in your head because as an eight, um, Enneagram eight, I'm always comparing myself to my future self rather than twos, threes, and fours who compare themselves oftentimes, uh, actually threes compare themselves to their future self, but twos compare themselves to their former self. Um, and that's why it casts shame. Anyways, we can talk about that later. Sign up for a call with me and we can (laughs) work all that psychological stuff out and I can help you with that. But anyways, I'm always comparing myself to my future self. And so by 10 o'clock, I was already like, well, screw this. The day's over. Like I'm, I'm a failure because I didn't accomplish literally the entire world and lead a charge of a thousand people by 10 a.m. Like that's literally what my brain tells me. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I know that it's ridiculous, but it feels so real in the moment, right? So I have to learn how to slow down. I have to learn how to change the name of the game and say, no, I don't need to get everything done right now. I need to get everything done. Like it needs to get done. No one else is going to do it but me, but I got to do one thing. So what's that one thing that I can do? Okay. We're going to talk about that. So that brings us to number two. Um, number two is changing what you can control rather than focusing on what you can't control. Okay. So your mind, um, splits when it's overwhelmed, things turn into black and white, um, things turn into all or nothing. And if you, if you can start to notice that when your mind's splitting, that's literally like the psychological term for it, you can help process so much in the moment of when you're feeling irrational you're feeling extremely emotional. Okay. So here are some examples. Um, and like I said earlier, so you have to change what you can control because your mind, um, operates will kind of you're you're freaking out okay so your your overwhelm is going to operate in two ways okay so you're going to be overwhelmed freaking out in both your psychology and your physiology like we talked about earlier so a lot of people don't realize that emotions affect your body as much as they affect your mind so like when i'm feeling anxiety when i'm feeling overwhelmed i get a heaviness in my chest i oftentimes will get like a lump in my throat that feels incredibly real Um, I'll get, like I said, heaviness. I will 
just be really uncomfortable. Um, and then sometimes I'll even get a headache. It's really, really crazy. So that's the physiology aspect of it. I feel sluggish. I feel tired. I can't wake up. I have mental fog. Okay. So that's the physiology piece of it. And then also obviously psychologically, right? Um, being, being that your, your thoughts just feel like they're coming at you 200 miles an hour. And that's why going back to number one, so important to slow down. Okay. So changing what you control is, uh, what you can control is super important. Here's some examples um, in your physiology that you might want to write down. Okay. So changing your physical location, it's proven that even sometimes changing from like your bedroom to a different room in the house, um, or maybe you felt that an emotion and you had a, even a fight with somebody at the front of your door, right? Changing your location and, and closing the door and processing for five minutes, allowing your brain to slow down away from that present trauma or trigger um, can dramatically affect your ability to process and bring some more frontal lobe brain activity, um, which is super, super healthy so that you can de-escalate that emotion and start to process it, which we're going to talk about in a second. Okay. Um, another thing you can do is work out, obviously endorphins. We've heard of that. You can nap, you can drink water, you can eat healthy food. That's good for you. Um, those are just some things that you can do with your physiology. You could even call a friend. Okay. Um, go for a walk, something like that. Your psychology, um, you can pray or meditate. You can breathe deeply. <sighs> like we did earlier, Gosh, it just feels so good every single time. <sighs> Big belly diaphragmatic breaths, beautiful. Um, you can practice gratefulness and thankfulness. Um, I do that a lot. I keep actually a running tab and I highly encourage you in the back of my journals. I need to do it as a Google. Actually, no, I did. I started a Google doc the other day because I go through journals so quickly I can never find it. <laughs> so um, gratefulness. Uh, I, I write down in the in the Google doc now all the prayers that God's answered, all the good things that happen, even like little things, guys. So like today I took back $100 worth of clothes at Target and it was just so satisfying, right? Because you can't try stuff on right now. So I blew like $350 at Target the other day and I was beating my up about it but I was like yo I can't try anything on like I don't know what size I am for a couple things and so I just got to buy a bunch right so today I was diligent I, I did what I said I was going to do Mondays are errand days for me and so on the way back from the gym I went to Target and I returned a hundred dollars worth of stuff and I was like you know what I'm going to celebrate that I have a hundred dollars more to pay off some debt you know or hundred dollars in my bank account like it's awesome it's wonderful so I slowed down and was able to be proud of myself for that moment and it actually gave me some momentum for the rest of the day it was super super, super cool. Okay. So being grateful for those little things and keeping track of them because your mind's always going to try and go to the negative when you're overwhelmed and it's not going to want to think positively, right? They're always like, oh, think happy thoughts. Okay, great. Well, like I want to be pissed right now. So like, that's what your brain's going to tell you. So what do you do in that moment? You need to have a resource. I even have things posted on my wall. People probably think I'm crazy, but I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to be sad. I'm not trying to have a bad day. Okay. So I have resources that are ready tools for me for, because I know that I'm going to have, you know, situations outside of my control. And those things can bring me back to a moment where I knew that I had clarity. That's the real me, the real Megan. Okay. Um, here's kind of another one purposely do nothing. So planning. Um, so it doesn't mean avoidance. Okay. It doesn't mean like just pretend things don't happen and don't get, you know, just blow off your friend for coffee or don't show up for work. That's not what it means, but how much are you planning nothing into your day? you know, how much are you aware? Like even tonight, right? I, I told Carter, I was like, Hey babe, love you. Um, I need to spend tonight by myself. I have so much catch up work. We've been traveling for two weeks. Like I haven't had a night to myself as just Megan in two weeks. And I am actually extremely introverted in the way that I 
process and I need a lot of like self Megan time. So uh, I was like, love you. You know, he was golfing. So I was like, perfect. Monday's going to be my, my, my night to myself this week. And he's like, cool. Yep. See you tomorrow. Miss you. Love you. You know, whatever. So that's phenomenal. But I know my body and I know my mind enough that I was able to say, I need a day by myself. I do. And so it's been wonderful. It's been Gucci. If you don't know how to be by yourself, then come talk to me and I can help you with that. Okay. Um, number three, gosh, this might have to be a two part again. This is so good. And I have like six of these today. Oh, well, we're going to try and run through these. So if I'm talking kind of fast, don't let that give you anxiety. Hopefully it's not. Listen to this one on one speed. Don't listen to this one on 1.5 speed this week. That's so funny. Um, which is so hypocritical of me because I like put everything at like two speed. I'm like, get it done. Accomplish the task. Let's listen to five podcasts, not one, right? I don't know if anybody else is like that. Give me a shout if you are. Comment on this or comment on my Instagram so I know where my homies are. Anyways, okay. So number three, um, you have to identify the feeling. So in order to slow down and in order to change what you can control, you have to know what the frick is going on in your body and your mind, okay? So identify what you're feeling in your physiology. Are you feeling, you know, hand shaking? Are you feeling a headache? Are you feeling uh, itching? Like sometimes it's so weird. Sometimes my nose will itch when I'm uncomfortable. And it's not like, oh, you know, you're lying and your nose itches, not like that. It is so weird, y'all. But sometimes literally like it used to be on like first dates when I was nervous and my nose would itch when I was talking. And I was like, what is wrong with me? So that doesn't happen so much anymore because first of all, not going on first dates. And second of all, more comfortable with my physiology. But hilarious, super awkward. If that happens to anybody else, please DM me so I know I'm not alone. Okay, cool. So identify the feeling of uncomfortability in your body. It's also important to identify like the next time that you're super happy or like laughing your head off, like be present and try and identify what it feels like to feel joy. Seriously, that is just as important. Um, and so we got our physiology down. Okay, check, write a list. Seriously, I love paper products. Write a list. It'll make you feel better. And then also identify the feelings that you're feeling. Okay, so write it down. Um, if you know your Enneagram type, it's it's going to be connected to your core fear. Um, so for me, I was feeling a feeling of betrayal for something that happened. My two biggest fears as an eight are control and betrayal. And there was something that I... I saw on Instagram that made me feel betrayed by somebody that was, um, that I consider an acquaintance, a friend. And, uh, and so I started to make up this whole pattern in my mind. Right. And I'm like, Oh, well I looked at this and they're here. So that means this, and that means that they're choosing this friend over me. And that means that this, right. And my, that's, that's what, honestly, I saw that on Instagram. And that's a lot of what created that overwhelm for me today. And of course now I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, oh my gosh, that's just me falling into a non-abundance mentality where I'm like, dude, everyone can be friends with everyone and it doesn't have to affect me. Like, why am I hoarding my friends? But because I know that that's very indicative of the protective challenger, the freaking eight, right? Like, I'm like, okay, Megan, you're being an eight right now, but like this person is safe. They're fine. You don't need to protect them, even though I felt like I needed to protect them in that moment and that that they were choosing this this other person, um, you know, who doesn't necessarily love me, <laughs> whatever, that's their cup of tea. I'm like, if you know me, you love me. But you know, I think we should all have that mentality, by the way. If you were working on yourself, and you were listening to this podcast, um, I was talking with a very, very successful and I'm talking, you'd know, you'd all know their name, uh, person one time. And it was interesting. Cause I said that I said, yeah, I carry the mentality that if you really knew my heart, you'd love me. If you really knew me, 
you'd love me because I'm a nice person. I love everybody. Um, I work really, really hard to respect everyone. I see everybody as equals. Like I just genuinely love people. Like I'll hug anybody. I just, I love them. And that's why God's given me an ability to have a voice and an influence over people to help their lives because yeah, like I don't pretend to be perfect. I'm, you know, real and I want to help people. I want to help people get free and whole and prosperous. And so anyways, I said, yeah, if you knew me, you'd like me. And this person who's extremely famous was like, stunned by it they're like wow is that your internal dialogue and I said yeah and I used to be super like bashful and ashamed of that because somebody called me arrogant one time and I was like yo you don't know my heart okay like whatever um and that actually wrecked me for a super long time so if you've ever dealt with that like hmm don't let people speak into your life that don't know your heart that's between you and Jesus it's not for them to judge I also read in a book today this is a tangent but this is the Holy Spirit so I read in a book today ironically (laughs) I love how the Lord brings stuff up um I read in a book where it said, (laughs) kindly step aside and allow God to sit back in the judgment seat. And I was like, ooh, girl, (laughs) so good. Seriously, I was like, because, you know, that's the definition of judge not or else you're going to be judged. And I was like, yo, okay, stop judging everyone. We never should ever. Okay. So, and and I've been really, I've been really transparent about that. Um, like the last six months, even I've just, God convicted me a while ago, um, just to not have other people's name in my mouth, my mouth ever. It always comes back to bite you in the butt. You're always, if you get in the habit of gossiping, you guys, it literally is always going to bite you in the butt. You're going to say something and someone's in earshot right around the corner. I did that just a few times, you know, years ago. And I was so embarrassed and I was so remorseful. Um, and when I was much younger, as you'll read in my devotional that comes out in a couple months, um, there, it actually ruined friendships of mine when I was in middle school and that were never repaired. And so I've had to live with that. Um, and you know, God's good. Awesome. And the growth process is so worth it. Cause now I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank God. I'm actually aware of how I'm coming off to other people. Oh my gosh, what a concept and how, you know, you always are like, how did no one tell me? It's like, cause you wouldn't have received it. But anyways. Okay. So that was a complete tangent, but hopefully that meant something to someone. So if that was just for me, thank you, Lord. But anyways, okay. So make sure that you can identify your core fear. If you don't know your Enneagram, reach out to us on Instagram, any of our Instagrams, uh, Powerhouse Project, Powerhouse Pageantry, or me, and we will help send you a test. Okay. So once you identify that core fear, if it's, oh my gosh, this person's going to leave me. If it's, oh my gosh, they don't think that I'm good. They don't think I'm good enough. They think that I'm average. They think that I, you know, maybe a feeling like you don't stand out if you're a four, feeling like someone disrupted your peace if you're a nine or control and betrayal like me or feeling negative emotion as a seven that you don't want to feel. Okay. Whatever your thing is, probably that. And if you can identify that, then you can start to rationalize it. You can start to bring it into your frontal lobe, not just your amygdala, wigging out like crazy, being like, I own you. And you can take that thing back and then provide a healthy antidote, as we've talked about on like every single podcast ever recently. Excuse me. And uh, start to write that down. Okay. So earlier this morning, I'm actually looking at this as I speak. Okay. So I really did this. I promise y'all, these are the tools that I use for myself that work. Okay. So I'm not giving you a load of crap. Like I actually legit use this every single day, which is why I want you to pause this and share it with a friend who deals with overwhelm and anxiety or OCD or something like that right now. Okay. Do it. Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? Okay, great. Share it with them and uh, share it on your Instagram stories. I would really appreciate that or give us a review. Okay. Shameless plug, five-star review, write a comment on how this has helped you. 
that would really bless me so we can bless and help more people. And it's free, which is awesome, right? We're going to get people free. It's awesome. Okay. So this is what I did this morning. I legit, I wrote down the feelings, okay? Betrayal. And I wrote down current anxieties and triggers. And I wrote down the person it was attached to, the circumstance, the trigger, the core feeling makes me feel blank, 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 blank. Okay. And I really painted that picture around it because if, if, if you deny it and you just avoid it, which is what I used to do, then that trigger still has power of you, right? Because then the next time something similar happens, you see that person, you look at something similar on Instagram, you're just going to get triggered again. You're not actually dealing with it. Okay. So write that crap down. And then also in the next column, write your truth. Okay. So I wrote, my body may be feeling it, but it's not true. And it's not actually happening. My feelings aren't facts and I am good at processing them. That's what I wrote down. That's what I needed to write down for me. Okay. And then feeling number two is I wrote down feeling hopeless about X. Okay. Something in my life came up this morning um, that really shook me for a second. And I was worried and I was like mad about it. And I was crying out to God and I said, Lord, like I need you to come through in this area. I really do. I was praying through this, you know, and I wrote down some facts and figures and just some things. And I wrote down the feelings attached to them. And I said, anxiety, fear, overwhelm, worry, and disbelief. And, you know, I had to get over my pride because I was like, wow, like I'm a super faith-filled person that normally can believe for anything, you know? And I was like, dude, like, why am I operating in unbelief right now? Like, that's so not like me. But until I looked at that and was able to write that down and say, hey, this is a feeling. This is not who I am. This is the feeling of unbelief. And that's okay because feelings happen. Then I was able to start processing it and get over it, right? And start to say, hey, I have authority and dominion over this crap. And this is a lie. And this is not my identity. This is not who I am. And this crap's got to go back to hell where it belongs. So, um, and then I wrote, I, uh, I wrote, Lately, I've been wondering if I'll be seen as a fraud or massively fail. And the reason why those things matter to me so much is because you guys matter to me so much. And also because I'm not a fraud, right? Like, and it, and literally if somebody were to call me a fraud and say that I don't love people, that would matter about 500 times more to me than someone demanding that I give them $5,000 or something crazy. Because my clients know, like, I operate with such integrity, if y'all even knew, um, and transparency, that literally that matters so much to me. Um, that would crush me. So don't do that, okay? <laughs> but anyway, so then in the truth, I wrote blank that I was dealing with is abundant. There's more than enough to go around. And and then blank, 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 right? The rest of it. Um, and then I said, Jesus promises to blank, 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 blank according to blank, blank, blank. Okay. So I just filled that in and I said, no, this crap isn't taking me down in my mind. Um, I have authority and dominion over this. Okay. So that was cool. Um, but I was still feeling kind of meh, right. So here's my next thing. Um, then I went to the gym. So going back to number three, um, I believe that was three, zero, one, two. No, that was two. Um, changing what you can control. I was like, yo, I called Carter and I was like, I got to get to the gym. Did I have other things to do? Yep. Did I have calls coming up in two hours? Yep. But I was like, yo, I need to stimulate something, blood flow, you know, endorphins, all that stuff. And so I went to the gym and did an awesome Scott workout, as Allie and I call them. And um, at STS Nation, shameless plug, go work with Scott. He's the best in the whole world. He's out of Arizona and does stuff online. He works with like a million pageant girls and postpartum women. He's incredible and very affordable, like very affordable um, at STS Nation for him. I've been working with him for over a year. He's incredible. So anyways, um, I went to the gym, worked out, 
put on a Real Talk Kim podcast. Y'all, I'm not even kidding you. It literally took me walking in the door and maybe two minutes to feel completely 100% better. And the Lord started to speak to me and I had clarity. I was smiling. I was like, just, you know, in my little corner, people watching, doing my thing, had a leg day and then went on the stair supper for 10 minutes and read a book, an amazing book called She is Free. And dude, totally turned my day around. And I get out of there and it was one o'clock, returned my thing at Target, ran some errands. Um, and it was absolutely incredible, right? The rest of my day turned around. I was productive. I cleaned a little bit up in my house and the day ended up being a win, right? And now it's nine o'clock. I'm finishing off this podcast. I'm going to get in bed and it's going to be incredible and I'm going to wake up and tomorrow I'm going to crush my routine, right? I'm not going to let my whole week go to crud just because I, you know, sucked for like two hours, right? But how often do we do that? We do that so often. So, okay, because we, I don't want to take your time for the rest of the night. Um, and honestly, kind of want to go to bed. It's been 32 minutes right now. So, um, I will go quickly through these last things. We could do a part two, but if y'all want one, then just let me know and we'll even give you some more tips. Okay. Or tell me what worked, tell me what you tried and we can go from there and continue to, to do this. So it'll be awesome. So the next thing is you got to learn how to let it go. So, um, a couple like actual things that you can do practically, um, legit, this is going to sound crazy. Okay. But visualization is so powerful. Okay. Um, your body and your mind are connected incredibly so. So even simple things like lying on your back and resting, um, getting in a cool environment with a blanket is super, super good for rest. Um, and visualizing that those thoughts floating away, you could visualize them on a bus, you know, have the words jumping into a school bus driving away. They say you can visualize on a cloud and the clouds floating away. You can visualize them getting on an airplane, those words, those thoughts, those negative things. And you know, taking off on an airplane. And I, and what's really powerful about this specifically is I encourage you, um, when you let it go, okay, you also have to be able to fill yourself up. You can't just like empty your mind as they say, like that doesn't work. I don't know about y'all, but like that ain't happening in my brain. Um, and it's, it's proven that all thoughts are positive or negative. There's not an in-between. So we need to make sure we're filling ourselves back up. So we're not just leaving ourselves empty for who and what and whatever to just fill you up, right? I'm not doing that. Heck no. My body and my mind are not open to just anything. Heck to the heck no. Okay. And yours, yours hopefully isn't either. Okay. So self-explanatory. So now we got to visualize ourselves um, with happy things, with positive things. Okay. So that could be scripture. That could be quotes. That could be reading a book. That could be positive affirmations. That could be calling a trusted friend that is positive and can fill you up. Um, focusing on your core values. Um, but another thing too is, is have some fun with it. Like legit, some psychologists will tell you to focus on a beach, um, to go to your happy place, if you will, if you're having a panic attack, like it's a very, very real exercise. Um, but what's really important, and I've said this on the podcast before is, how come we get so detailed? And I want you to really, really tune in, okay? How can we get so detailed with our negative experiences and we don't with our positive ones, right? Why do you think I keep a gratitude journal? Why do you think I keep a prayers answered journal? Because it's so easy to forget because the devil's tactics are to attack your mind constantly, okay? And to have you, like I had to, you know, like I did this morning, I was triggered by an Instagram thing and then all of a sudden my mind's building this whole movie script around what's going on okay and that's why it's called the theater of your mind so why don't we use that to our advantage to create a happy ending to create a happy future for ourselves and do you know can you describe in detail your dreams the kind of day you want to have 
the clothes you're wearing, the food you're eating, right? You know, what kind of beach, what kind of beach are you at? What kind of drink are you drinking? What kind of outfit are you wearing? Who are you with? Where is it at? Are you a person who wants to go on a wildlife safari in Africa? Are you a Cabo beach kind of girl, right? Minus Corona. Okay. It is so important to get that specific, more specific about the positive things that we want to go on in our life. It's so important to know the kind of routine you want to have, the kind of day you want to have, the kind of job you want to work, the kind of person you want to be. If you can't specifically fill up a blank page with what you want, then how in the world do you think that your armor is big enough to deflect the kind of crap that's going to come in your your mind? That's ridiculous, right? You don't win a national debate with a third grade vocabulary, with a third grade mind. You can't and you won't, right? That's why I like to teach you guys these things on the podcast because we need the practical. Sometimes we just need somebody to to love us back to life and to be real with us about like, okay, yo, so tell me all, like if I, if I do this with clients, sometimes I'll be like, okay, tell me everything that happened, okay? 15 minutes later, they have told me every waking detail. Or you think about a friend venting to you, right? Well, he said this and then he did this and he was wearing this and then he did this. Like they can go every detail, right or wrong, okay? But then oftentimes we can't do that with the positive things. We can't, right? We, we absolutely are terrible at it, okay? So that's your mission this week as I want you guys to be more intentional about visualizing the good things, visualizing a successful day, visualizing what it feels like to get in bed early when you say you're going to, to get up and start your day, you know, slowly and relaxed or fast and quick paced. You know, I'm kind of somewhere in between. I like my coffee and I like to zoom off to the gym before my brain can talk me out of it. Um, and so these things are really, really important to help you deescalate overwhelm and get back to your normal self because you deserve it. Okay. You really, really deserve it. So the last thing that I'll say is remember that you don't have to accomplish everything right now. You don't. One of the, the greatest tools for getting over overwhelm as well is to just accomplish something really, really small. Can you quick organize something? Can you unload the dishwasher? Can you make a protein shake? Can you drink a whole bottle of water? Can you get dressed? Can you put your makeup on, right? You'd be surprised how getting yourself busy with something that's productive, even if it's small, a five-minute activity, can change the course of your day. Seriously, when I like brush my hair, get dressed, put my makeup on, I am more productive the rest of the day because now, especially because I work from home, I'm like, okay, well, I did my makeup. So like, do I, I need to make videos. I need to record a podcast. I need to do something. Like it just instantly launches me to operate out of a higher state, okay? So remember your priming, remember your morning and evening routines, and remember these things I've chatted with you today. I'd love to hear how you guys are using them in real life. If you're not a part of the Interview Mastery for Pageant Women private Facebook group yet, it's a free group where we do things like this all the time. I have extra trainings, extra lives. We have a whole vault of information in there of previous trainings. We have current events every single week that I personally answer and teach you how to answer even in these crazy times, okay? We have our inner circle, which is less than the cost of one coaching session with me. Literally, you get you get two to three hours of my coaching a month and get to ask me one-on-one questions, whatever you want, for less than the cost of literally one hour of my time, okay? Um, we also have the Interview Mastery Academy available. If you are looking for an online course while you're still in the summer, please reach out to us uh, via info at powerhousepageantry.com or our DMs and we will put you on the wait list for that. It's an online course. It's an eight-week course that you can go through that will absolutely positively transform your pageant prep. 
it is the closest alternative to one-on-one coaching. I put my heart and my soul into this thing. I have been wanting to relaunch this for months and it is my best work, okay? So other than actually one-on-one coaching with me, this is the best in the industry and I am super, super passionate about Powerhouse providing the best tools to anybody in the entire pageant coaching industry, okay? So um, there's some other really exciting things in the work coming up. Like I said, we are you're gonna be seeing some new stuff on IGTV, but if you wanna work with us, um, we just had two more clients sign up today. We have one more signing up by the end of the week. So I think we have one more spot um, from now until I compete at Miss USA. So if you want to get a leg up on your pageant prep before January, cause that will be the next available one-on-one coaching. Otherwise you will, um, I was going to say have to, but get to be in the interview mastery Academy course or join the inner circle or both. Um, or if you want to life coach with me, just reach out. I have a couple life coach, uh, life coaching students right now and a couple of vocal students. So just reach out for all of your coaching needs. Um, we'll take good care of you. Our team will take good care of you. Um, we'll, we'll, we will um, interview you to see if you're a good part, a good fit to be a part of our family. We interview every single person who wants to join the family um, because like I said, we operate out of integrity and I want to make sure that you're a great fit for us, but also that we're a great fit for you. Otherwise, I will share with you another colleague of mine that I think will be a perfect fit for you. So lots of options. Go to our website, fill out a contact us form. We are always available to help you or join our free group interview mastery for pageant women. All that information is at powerhousepageantry.com forward slash podcast. And with that, I hope that you live at peace this week without anxiety or overwhelm, or you listen to this 10 times until you get there. I believe in you. I love you. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Please leave a positive review if you can and five stars. We really, really, really appreciate it. And share this with as many friends as possible because Lord knows we all deal with overwhelm. See you next week. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of season two of the Powerhouse Podcast. I'm Coach Megan. As always, you can follow me at Megan underscore Swanson. You can DM us to join our email list. You can follow us at Powerhouse Pageantry or at the Powerhouse Project. And I'm so excited to get to continue to pour into your life spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, and relationally. Wow, that's a mouthful. In this beautiful year of 2020, never forget your worth, stand up for what you believe in, and allow your spirit to stand up on the inside of you to show you who you really are. Have a great day.